Hi everyone, welcome to Women Wednesday, a podcast series aimed to empower women to engage in more meaningful discussion, spread love and positivity. This is our pilot episode and thank you for tuning in. In this episode, we'll be discussing about how to keep ourselves calm and centered during this pandemic. So before I begin, I would like to quickly introduce myself. My name is Gabby. Three years ago, I made the move from Jakarta to Singapore, where I've been working in the recruitment industry recruiting for financial services and alternative investments. Since moving to Singapore, I've had the pleasure to network and learn from some of the brightest investment and asset management professionals in the region and see the world on a more, more global perspective. So anywho, I've always thought about how I can contribute to the larger society, which was where I toyed around with the idea to use this period of isolation to work on this project. I would like to give a shout out to my friend, Kevin Wang, for pushing me to do this. And hopefully in the future, I can delve into other topics such as personal finance and investments, economics and politics, social responsibility and mental health, to name a few. I will also be inviting guest speakers who will share their perspectives on things while having a glass of wine or two, hence the name of this podcast. So here with me today is a good friend of mine, Widya. Widya, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. First of all, Gabby, thank you so much for the honor. Before I give a quick introduction of myself, I would really like to, you know, praise you for being so brave and inspirational. Most people say they want to do things but never get around it. But you, Gabby, you set your mind to it and set things in motion right away. And I think this world that we live in now needs more people like you. Um, that's why I love you as a friend, and I hope your listeners will love you too. So, cheers to you! Oh, thank you! Cheers! <laughs> cheers to that! <laughs> right. So, um, where are we? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I have been friends with Gabby for a couple of years now. Ever since we met in Jakarta, I work for a leading real estate firm, supporting Asian clients to invest in overseas properties, and I manage colleagues and um, teams around Southeast Asia. So that's what I do for a living. Great. So a quick disclaimer before we continue further. So everything that we discuss in this podcast are solely our opinions unless stated otherwise. So we want you to have all sides of the story so you as our listeners can walk away with a better understanding of certain topics. So well, so for, for this week, we want to talk about how can we keep ourselves calm and centered during this pandemic. I mean, COVID-19, it's like there's no way to escape this topic right now. I mean, this podcast was was born because of this pandemic. So, um, Widya, I, want, I wanted to ask you, so um, can you talk me through um, your lowest point since this pandemic happened and what did you feel? Well, you know, I, first of all, what a crazy world we live in, hey? Yeah. Um, you know, during these vulnerable times, it's very, very natural for all of us to feel vulnerable and negative. So I think my lowest point uh, was perhaps the realization that we are having travel bans around the world, travel restrictions, mm-hmm. um, primarily because my partner, my fiance, lives in Hong Kong while I live here. So um, I feel helpless. Um, knowing that I don't even have um, a plan of when we will ever meet, right? So I was feeling really helpless. 
because um, our destiny, it seems, at least in the short term, is not in our own hands. Um, and on that point, we had to make a very, very um, sad but necessary decision to cancel our wedding in the summer. Yeah. But, yeah. I was so looking forward to really, Yeah. I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. I know. And so, uh, so I was, so was I, because I wanted you to be my, my MC at my wedding, because I know you are amazing at hosting. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Um, you know, you just have to pick yourself up and move forward. Right. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's on a personal uh, front, at least with work. At, there are times where I feel hopeless as well because I feel really um, pressured to ensure that my teams around the, the region are connected, are engaged, even when we are um, not physically with one another. Okay. And like, how, how, how have you managed that so far? So with my personal relationship with my partner, uh, we make it a point to always check uh, with one another. So the first people, the first person I'm, that we meet and greet um, every morning when we wake up and the last person we say goodnight to. Um, there are some days that we don't have time to do FaceTime, but as long as we spare that five minutes to talk on the phone, um, is what we can do for now. In terms of work, I make sure that I have a daily call with my team. I encourage them to also um, go onto the resource centers that our company has set up. And um, I feel that, you know, the things that I've learned as a leader in my leadership courses can be shared with everyone else, can be adapted by anyone else going through life at this point of time. So one tip, that I'd like to share with your listeners, Gabby, is this very short clip online. It's called Above the Line, Below the Line Marketing. It's on thought and conscious leadership. And to always check in with yourself that you are on a positive spectrum of your well-being. Got it. All right. Well, I'd like to share with you, I think, what was the lowest point um, so far. Um, I, to mm-hmm. be honest, I mean, I, I really, I really kind of underestimated how this thing was going to be like if I, you know, p- when people asked me like a few months ago, back in February, I was like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's, this is mm-hmm. nothing, right? Um, <laughs> we're going to be fine. Just, just because I think that, you know, I, I don't live with, um, the elderly family. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm quite active in general. So I really didn't really give too much thought about it. Until, well, I think the first point uh, where I felt a little bit, a little bit concerned was, um, well, yeah, like like you said, travel bans. Like I, I actually had to cancel some some trips this year just because because of this. And I even then, I think back in February, I was still trying to plan my birthday trip. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know, it's gonna be be fine in a few months. So we should just mm-hmm. go ahead with the planning anyway. Um, but I think what it really hit me was um, would work, right? Because um, so I I had to deal with a pay cut. So we've um, reduced operations globally. So we, we got a bit of pay cut. And now we only work four days a week. 
And I think for me, it, it became really real when, um, so I'm, I'm really close to my promotion target. And, um, mm-hmm. and I had a few things on my pipeline that was put on hold and that became very real. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to re- going to be really not great if I have to like miss my promotion target because of something that I can, can't control. And that's exactly what I feel. I feel helpless. And, um, and I think it's a, it's a normal feeling. And, and I mean, we're, we're, we're going to our second point, like we just like, I mean, how can we stay resilient in this time? Cause I think humans, we, we, we have that flight fight or flight mechanism. Right. And yeah. And, um, and all of us will feel triggered at some point or another. And during this time, um, I've, I'm, I'm generally a pretty chill person. I deal well with, with most situations. And mm-hmm. um, I think I would like to emphasize that at, at this point that um, you need to wake up every day um, and having a, having a goal with yourself and have like with a mindset that you need to be, to feel positive. And I know it's hard. And um, there are some days that I would feel negative. And I, in fact, I think the, this entire week I've been feeling a bit meh about the entire situation because I've been in touch with my clients and everyone's like, yeah, you know, we're going to hold off hiring and there's really nothing I can do at this point. Right. And um, so what do you do? Um, for me, um, I try to journal as much as I can. Um, when I, when I wake up, I, I, this is a habit of my, of, of, of my, my own that I've been doing for the past few months. So I try to, um, the, I, I use this app called five minute journal and it's just really simple. You wake up and you think about things that you're grateful about. Um, mm-hmm. it can be something really small as like, oh yeah, and I'm, I'm grateful to have a roof over my head. I'm grateful to can still keep in touch with my friends. I'm grateful to still have a job. Um, yeah. And, and it, it, and then the second thing is uh, that, that from this journal, it's like, what are you going to do that will um, make this a good day? And I mean, I, I'll write, you know, I'll, I'll work hard today. I'll meditate. I'll work out. And sometimes yeah. it doesn't, doesn't even go, go according to plan. Like I, I end up, you know, sometimes I say that I, I need to work out, but I don't. But it just keeps your, yourselves in check of like what you need to achieve for that yeah. day. And I think yeah. it's also the, the, the intent and the purpose that you put for yourself, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, I always tell my, my friends and my colleagues as well, it's fine to ha- even have the smallest intent, like getting out of bed or going for a cold shower or making yourself a real warm meal, you know, things that are not so complex sometimes give you that boost of life that you have done something for yourself which is great yeah absolutely and i mean i i really believe in the phrase that you cannot fill from an from an empty cup so you always mm-hmm. need to watch out for yourself first before you can take it take care of others that's a very good point yeah, absolutely. Just like you know, when you take the plane and uh, in the emergency, the takeoff um video, they always say, "Help yourself first before you help them." <laughs> I think is 
absolutely across any aspect of our life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you need to make sure that, you know, you're in good health conditions. So I, I go back to go back to basics. I exercise as much as I can. And if, if, if I, you know, if I have those goals on a day and I need to do ABC and I still couldn't achieve it, I wouldn't really beat myself too much about it. And I feel like, okay, you know what? Today was not a great day. Um, just go to bed and wake up the next day tomorrow and try to achieve more than what you've done the previous day. And I feel like it's, it's a completely normal uh, emotions to feel at this time. Right. And we're locked, you know, we're on lockdown. We cannot go and see our friends, our families. Um, we, like they, it's, um, it's very limited human, human interactions and, and most days we'll feel okay. Um, some days we'll feel quite bad. And I think that's completely fine. You just need to observe that emotion and, let go um mm-hmm. and um what about you i mean have, have you uh what have you done so far to make sure that you know your your team because you manage the team right and those are like that mm-hmm. team is across Southeast asia what have you done so far to make sure that you know they they're you're still motivated well um we started work from home before the respective governments even um, implemented that as a policy so um, the first week or so, I was feeling a little bit frustrated um, with the lack of communication from uh, the team because, you know, it's, it's always one way. It's always me instructing, ordering, but that's really not the kind of leadership that I would like to take on because I'm all about empowerment. So... Um, then I thought to myself, hey, all these colleagues of mine are feeling the same stress, feeling the same frustration um, as I do. So I need to take a step back and think about the bigger picture. So I wanted more communication. So I decided that perhaps if I were to task different person to lead the daily call, that would be a way to get people to be more engaged, you know, to, to, have, to make sure that everyone has um, an opportunity to speak and contribute to the team. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I'm very fortunate to work in a global company that uh, lists out all the resource center for career development and personal development. And recently they also introduced a well-being resource center. So to allow um, their employees to connect on a emotional and mental level. Uh, We have meditation courses, we have um, yoga, virtual yoga session. So what I've asked my team, you know, apart from just thinking about the work that we have, the tasks that we need to do, for each of them to select a training that is resonating to them, they can learn on it, undergo the process, and then present it to us. How it had benefited them personally, how they think that this process will better themselves in terms of um, career and personal development. So yeah, just have to mix it up. I see. Great, great. And I'd, I'd really like to highlight like the roles of internet at this, at this stage, right? I mean, I think we're blessed to 
be living in this era where we can we have internet and like you know there's a lot of million things that we can look up look up and i mean this podcast wouldn't have happened if if the internet wasn't around right i'm exactly yeah i'm doing this and i'm not even seeing you in person so and i think we're sharing a glass of wine though (laughs) we are we are (laughs) over the net yes and i'd like to think that i mean to share a little bit of a personal um experience as well because i feel that i mean it it can get a little bit overwhelming um with everyone trying Mm to you know um just to stay in touch in a way that uh like i mean i've been on house party a lot like lately and mm-hmm. and um you know i mean sometimes it's it's difficult to maintain boundaries when you are so connected and everyone's so accessible and i i actually find myself like having less and less time for myself these days because everyone's just trying to call me on on something and we're not even trying to i mean we're we're communicating we're talking but we're not really connecting in a, on a more deeper deeper level, which sometimes can make me a little bit like I feel a bit lonely. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's a, it's an invitation for our listeners to, when you are connecting with your friend, uh, do check in with them. You know, uh, um, ask about how how are they feeling about this whole situation. Like, you know, is there anything you can do with like for them? Um, mm-hmm. I've been cooking a lot and baking a lot lately. And I've been sending all my products, like cooked stuff, to my friends, and mm-hmm. it's been it's been great. I mean, because otherwise, I mean, I'm not gonna be able to like eat all of that myself. But you know, having someone else consume my my finished product of like I made dumplings Yo. last week. Um, and, love. Yeah, and and it's <laughs> it's great. So it feels like there's a little bit of like a physical element, even though we're you're not like you know in touch with them physically. So, uh, what what do you do to keep yourself engaged physically with other people? Well, first of all, I'm not a domesticated person at all, so I'm not confident to send anything that I cook or bake um, to my friends. So when I do want to show love, I I mean, thank God for um, you know online apps uh, where you know um, online shopping, online ordering is made so easily available i could just send a very um you know a, a cupcake to a friend that needs a little cheer up um, obviously i do have a lot of friends in fnb so i kind of like you know hit two birds with one stone helping local businesses and then putting a smile to my friends um, on top of um, gifts um, i make sure i mean i have a very close network of friends who I connect with uh, more just than just the surface level. Uh, I connect with intellectually, emotionally. So when I do, you know, during this period of time, um, one of the things that I love to do is to read. And, um, and I know a lot of my friends read as well. So we swap book recommendations. We talk about books that we both, uh, we, we have read. And um, apart from that, I am a believer that you have to look after your body. Your body is a temple, your soul, your mind, and your physique. So one of the best things that I've been doing uh, regularly with friends is physical activity together. Mm -hmm. 
um, and you know it's very easy you can do it together on zoom um, which is fantastic and I'm sure you do that as well um, Gabby yeah yeah I do um, my friend is subscribed to I think it's a peloton or something and then she's like yeah I'm subscribed to this so why don't we just do this oh so peloton we, is amazing <laughs> yeah so she just shares a screen for us like and we, we were just like doing workout and I I mean, she invited like some friends I don't know. So I, I'm still making friends <laughs> during this period. Oh, actually, that reminded <laughs> me like last weekend, I was invited to a Zoom fitness session on a Sunday morning. So I woke up, got dressed, went ahead. My friend who invited me ended up not making it. So mm-hmm. then I was just doing a fitness exercise with someone I literally just met on that zoom meeting room <laughs> not awkward at, i mean it was it was great it wasn't awkward at all we all had one goal the goal is to stay fit physically and mentally so fantastic that's great right so i mean we... oh um i wanted to add one more thing which um i find it very amusing but it makes myself so happy um so i have a group of friends we are foodie so we do meet regularly for over like a good meal and drinks uh, once or twice a month. So now that we are on a lockdown, obviously we can't socialize outside. So we have this thing called Fancy Friday, just like oh, your wow. Women's okay. Wednesday. So, <laughs> right. so what is this um, Fancy Friday? Tell me. It's kind of like a treat for yourself. You know, we are all going through such emotional distress mental distress so we decided that at the end of the work day we will order from the same restaurant and then have a meal together on friday night oh nice okay so you're still uh, like supporting your local business and you're still having like your dinner as if you were really going out to have dinner absolutely Right, okay. It's for sanity, it's for um, friendship, it's for, um, you know, just a treat to yourself. It's part of self, self-care, self-love as well. That's great. And I think it's important to maintain that fellowship with your closest network of friends and family. I see, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think I agree. I think that's very important um, to, to maintain a little bit of normalcy, the, like despite this trying times and i mean of, of course i mean we've talked about how we can um maintain ourselves like sane and healthy but but then again how do we contribute to a larger society because this is a very interesting time right it's a global pandemic and mm-hmm. we're we're forced to, to to kind of review and assess like how we're behaving and individually and how is that affecting the larger society and I, I can't help but to think that, um, so like a few days ago, I saw a video on, on, on Instagram, I think, and it was of this guy. So it was like an older man. And like a senior you know, citizen? Yeah, a senior citizen. And you know how, you know, we're not allowed to loiter around anymore. Uh, so, and on all the places and the seating areas in the hawker center has been sealed. And so he goes to like wrap off like those plastic seal and sit down kind of like, um, stubbornly wanting to sit there and hang out and then a couple officers and they look really young probably they were in national service 
um, and they, you know, they came and they came and obviously had an argument and the guy, um, the senior citizens stood his ground and the officers were like, no, you can't stay here. And it became a big argument. There was a lot of specta spectators, which is again, you know, I mean, why would they even be spectators? You should be staying at home, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I can help to think about, you know, what this guy must be. I mean, both of them, both sides. Like um, the older citizen, I mean, obviously he didn't grow up in the era that we live in right now. He doesn't, probably doesn't know how to use a smartphone or like watch YouTube or make TikTok videos. Um, he probably doesn't really keep in touch with like his family members on a day-to-day -day basis on video call. And then we have this younger um, law enforcement who was probably just trying to do his, their job, right? And then just telling this guy like, okay, you need to go home. And it became such a big hoo-ha. And I can't help but wonder like, what would I do in that kind of situation? Like, Widya, what would you do if, you're, if you were a law enforcer and you have to discipline this older guy who just won't comply? Well, I think first off, I would probably start off by having a decent conversation with the senior citizen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt to ask how he is, you know, perhaps... He was having a bad time being at home, cooped up at home, and he just wanted air and to be close to people. Mm -hmm. Perhaps he was living by himself. So I would start off asking him about himself, how he has been, when his last meal was. And instead of just ordering him to just like, you know, you have to leave, you have to go home now, perhaps I would take a step further, mm -hmm. especially if I know that you know, my patrol team would be, would be okay without me for a couple of minutes. I might even offer to take a walk with this senior citizen and walk him home. And during that walk, you know, it's just about connecting, right? At the end of the day, humans are humans. We are built to be part of a society. We are built to communicate. Perhaps that's the only thing that he wants, right? To be a part of someone to be connected to someone so then I'll walk him home and I would actually suggest to him that there are other avenues and platform for him to curb that loneliness because at the end of the day I think it's just really loneliness for these people yeah, so if you guys don't know it yet um, Singapore has a very good initiative that was um, that is organized and planned by Tamasic Gifts. It is actually a um, a platform um, for senior citizens to get on the helpline if they were feeling lonely. So, if you guys have nothing to do and you want to give back to this community, sign up as I did, um, and you can subscribe to them and see what any community involvement um, activities that you can participate in. Wow, that's good. Why well, I, I, yeah. I definitely would look into that. Yeah, and it's really good. Uh, yeah, and I think the other thing that I was really sad about um, is you know like Singapore has hit over five thousand cases at this point of of this recording, and it's mostly those foreign domestic workers who live in dormitories, and. I mean, I, I, I looked up the statistics, there's like 
about nearly 300,000 people out of 5.6 million population in Singapore. That's like nearly 5% of the population. And mm -hmm. I can't help but wonder, these are people who have left their families and move in somewhere else, like to another country, and they stay in a room with like, you know, six other people. Uh, and do you know that what's that say do they what they do all day like they go and work in a construction site where it's very trying like on on a physical level and then they go home and you're i mean the the people that they hang out with are just you know probably their colleagues right they they spend mornings and evenings with and it's really sad to think that a lot of them are infected and what's even more sad was looking at some very xenophobic comments on Facebook. Um, I obviously don't want to name names, but um, one is I think the most heartbreaking things that I saw was um, someone posted like, oh, oh, if our hospitals are full, um, are the beds going to be given to Singaporeans as a priority? And I think that's just beyond me. I was, I, I was really speechless when I saw that. And I feel like that came from a very entitled place. And yeah, I mean, what do you think? It's, it's really sad, isn't it? It is really sad. And um, I, I mean, it's, it's shameless, it's heartless. I mean, you know, it's even reported in the South China Morning Post on xenophobia in Singapore because, you know, clearly... Um, as you have said, the stats for all the COVID-19 patients were all foreigners. I think it's not right because at the end of the day, this illness, this virus doesn't care about your color, your religion, your gender. So it is so unfair to make such comments. Yeah. I personally feel for this community because... Um, you know, I I had my own personal encounter with um with someone who really needed help from me, uh, from this community, and um at a point of time I couldn't do more than I I I, I didn't do I didn't heed that that um call for help. So now when I think about it, um, it's not just affecting one person; it's com affecting all of them all the more I wanted to help this community. So if you guys are not, if you guys don't already know this, um, there are multiple um, organizations that is helping this community. You know, if you can't do much and you just want to donate, there are multiple campaigns on give.asia um, that you can donate to. And I also know of the local community who are very kind very caring and they have set up their mini charity drive to collect um dry food or to collect um you know to collect donations for a men's clothes mm -hmm. to give to this community so all i have to say is those xenophobic individuals are uneducated or entitled they should be ashamed of themselves and we should be focusing on people and i know that there are a lot of people out there who has so much kindness in their heart 
let's just focus on the positivity to help this community. Yeah, I agree. I think this pandemic, I think it's really taking us back to ground zero, right? Like living with just ourselves and none of the luxury of like, you know, going, going to the gym and going to like clubs and entertainment, just staying at home and really being content with ourselves and the, you know, all the convenience that life has provided us. I think we're, we're in a very lucky place. And, and I mean, do not take it for granted. Do reach out to your friends. I think for us as women, especially that, you know, we are. Yeah, women. Yeah, we're women. We're <laughs> more nurturing. We are more empathetic. Um, so when you do reach out to your friends, ask them how are they doing? How are they coping? If there is anything they can do to help them. And think about like what you can do for the larger society as well. And you know, have comfort in knowing that nothing divides us in this pandemic. And that we should be more compassionate, um, not just with others, but with ourselves as well. Because it, it is a difficult time for all of us. And we'll get through it. But once, when, when we're in this, we're all in this together. Well, cheers to that. And cheers. <laughs> <laughs> all right so thank you guys for tuning in i hope you guys find a discussion meaningful and we would be happy to hear what you think about it we are always open for, for feedback and even if you have topic ideas that you would like us to discuss in the next episode please let us know and write to us at hello.womenwednesday at gmail.com so always be grateful always be graceful and always be giving cheers